If you're a fan of pasta, we've got a great offer for you. Pasta evangelists make delicious, fresh, handcrafted Italian pasta dishes and deliver them straight to your door. You get sent everything you need to prepare your meal in just five minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 10 delicious dishes with vegetarian and gluten-free options. You can have regular deliveries or just order once. They get rave reviews as well, with Times food critic Giles Corrin calling their food mind-blowingly delicious. You can try Pasta Evangelist's pasta yourself and get handcrafted pasta meal for two for just £4 with our special discount code. So go to pastaevangelists.com and put in the code BRUMRADIO for £10 off your first order. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Barbie nice here, Bowser's dry set, nice as in the biscuit. And we're going on with it, aren't we? Just do we're just doing our picking best and every day. What I'm finding interesting is every day seems the same. So I mean, if anybody wants to send us a message on on our podcast feed that Paul looks after about what makes Saturday Saturday. I'm interested in that. You know what I mean? Because it used to be, oh, it's the weekend, and now it's all the same. So any top tips to how can, how can we make Saturday feel like Saturday? I'm interested in that. And I'm also really pleased to say that as a result of the wonderful talk we had with Oliver Double, who's sort of professor of comedy, well, he's not really, he's a seat of comedy. A reader. That piggy means. A reader. Thank you, Paul. Then the next, the person I'm going to talk today saw that. I thought, I've got a connection there. I was a student of Oliver Doubles. It's a small world, isn't it? And it's getting smaller, that's what I... I know this girl, Anna Gregory, anyway. And then she listened to the podcast and I said, will you come on? And she has. So I'm really pleased. And we're listening for her to come and talk to us now. The wonderful, the lovely Anna Gregory, a smashing girl. And she's just got 20 minutes because her husband's on Zoom. Listen, you couldn't make this up a couple of weeks ago. Because you're saying what? Her husband's on Zoom at one. What are you pigging talking about, Barbara? Don't things change? Doesn't language pigging change? It's, it's unbelievable what's happening now, Paul. Yeah. They're getting two different computers. <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable. So it's very good of us. So we're hoping she's going to be able to click in. And the people are listening to this for the first time and thinking, Barbara's breaking all the rules. She's talking to people. I, It's all remote. We're bringing people together through distance. I think it's lovely, really. <laughs> it's the further country. away we are, it was lovely, isn't it? The farther away we are, the closer we seem to be getting to people. You know what I mean? I've never properly... I've known Anna for a while. Oh, Anna's here. Hiya. Anna, are you plugged in, love? Hello. Great. It's even, Hi, Anna, it's, Hi e- it's even better, Anna. I've got to tell you, we've done a lot of these. You are sounding the pigging best. Hey. <laughs> it's hey. very clear in everything, Anna, I'm telling you. I thought it was interesting when you were saying, oh, you know, I know Michael's a nice lad. He's got important stuff to do and he's let me do this. You're important as well, Anna. Do you think sometimes what's going on a little bit? I saw a text, nothing against you, Michael. I know he's a nice lad. And the fella saying, oh, anybody else noticed how good food's tasting these days? And I was mm. thinking, yeah, because people are pigging cooking it for you. Are you with me? Don't let, don't, we're not to go back straight into the kitchen, Anna. Once this is all over, we're out. Fancy free. I'm getting we're a express coach. Yeah. I know, I know, we've, you know what I mean, don't you? There's well, lots of people stuck at home. That's, see, Michael's quite domesticated. So oh. he likes being in the kitchen and he like we've got an allotment and a garden. So right. forced enclosure for him. Is a very happy place. But, um, <laughs> Do you know what? I think a lot of men are enjoying forced enclosure. It's what they've always wanted. 
It's just me climbing the wall silently. I know, he's swimming. <laughs> My mother, she's 88. Uh, uh, she's absolutely brilliant. She lives in Stockport and she she's like a caged bird, you know. Aww. And I, I spoke to my one of my sisters and they said she has escaped. She's been out shopping. <gasps> went, this is out. it. We can't my dad, you can't she's stop him. No, Two weeks ago. My dad is uh, 76 and he's, he's from Somerset and uh, he says, oh, I've just been to my Pilates class. I said, what, what are you doing, Dad? You can't be going to the gym. This is two weeks ago. Well, I'll, I'll take a reading on it. Um, so so he, he had to go and check with his, his peers and they agreed, the 70-odd-year-olds, that their, uh, their West Country Pilates probably wasn't the most... It's not exactly a mass gathering, but you know, it was no, it was verging sure on it. <laughs> and um and then he's just so we had to have words about that. And then he sent me um a book in the post and I can tell it's his handwriting. And on one hand I'm delighted that he's sent me something and he's thinking of me, but I'm also yeah. livid because he's been to the blooming post office, hasn't he? <laughs> he's gone and he's wear something and he sent it and that's got me a bit angry. So I'm I'm trying to yeah, parent my parents. Which, of course, he doesn't want you to do. But oh, absolutely no. brilliant. Of course he doesn't. My mum's not very keen on being parented by Boris Johnson. Who does he think he is telling us what to do? <laughs> Don't get me started, Barbara, on Boris. I, won't I wish him well. I wish him well. Of course, we wish everybody well under the circumstances. But I think it is interesting because that generation, your dad's generation and my mum's mm. generation, they're very great people, don't you think? They're a good laugh and they're very independent and thinking, I'll do what I pick in one. That's um, it, yes. Yeah. What book did he send you? So he sent me a book. We used to live um, in a very small village in West Sussex called Fernhurst. Lovely village. Right. And um, it's a book that somebody earnestly has written um, obviously a Fernhurst resident um, called Voices of Fernhurst. So it will be stories of this very bucolic, beautiful little village in West Sussex. Oh, and and bu- it's one of those bucolic, villages. Bucolic. Yeah. yeah you like, mean? you know, countryside-y. And they say, oh, I was a May Queen. Oh, I'm with you now. May Queen territory. May Queens, you know, cream teas, vicars tea and sandwiches all of that kind of stuff it was very like a tv program i think looking back so um murders nothing like well oh don't get me started on midsummer murders so dad (laughs) dad who we're talking about he's from midsummer norton okay which is a little village in somerset which inspired midsummer murders we couldn't blinking no you couldn't and this sent my Canadian friend into the stratosphere because in Canada, apparently, Midsummer Murders is big news. Right. <laughs> you know okay. how they love like Coronation Street, yeah, Midsummer Murders. Kind of... So she went nuts for this, realising that my dad, I mean, she thinks he's famous because he's from Midsummer Norton, which is based, which is by the Midsummer Murders. But there you go. It's absolutely brilliant. So go on. So this book was all about where you can bucolic place. Where I grew up, and I just I moved there from Botswana in Southern Africa in 1987. So it was quite a a culture shock, shall we say, to uh, to move to this particular part of England, which is why I think it's so 
special, you know, for especially enough for my dad to go to a post office and post the book uh, and and <laughs> and risk dad. himself <laughs> by sending it yeah. to me. I'm, I, I know it's naughty, but I'm glad he sent it to you. But I, I know. know. What, what, on the safe thing then, what do you, right, I'm your dad and saying, well, I want to send it to you. And it's not the yeah. same tax and I understand that. What do you say to him? I want to send you stuff. I love you. I want to send I know. Stuff. Well, I got myself in a pickle because I, um, so I work in the field of conflict resolution, right? And I, I, I spend all day long helping people to find the right way to say things or to have difficult conversations and to recognize when their emotions might be running high or they might be reacting rather than responding and so you know this is my bread and butter but of course you know practicing what I preach is difficult especially when it comes to family relations so my dad's wound me up because he sent me something in the post when he shouldn't have done so I start sending okay rule one of conflict resolution do not reply by text do not reply by text. I start okay. drafting a text. Note drafting. So I'm drafting this text. This text is going on and on and on. And I'm scrolling it. And of course, I'm saying things like, whilst I appreciate your care of sending something to me, blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, and so I say to Michael, I was like, well, does this text sound okay? And I start reading it out to him. And he looked at me and he said, rule one. Rule one of conflict resolution, do not send That's a text. Right. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. So I need to pick up the phone and have a conversation with him and say how grateful I am that he's thinking of me and, you know, look forward to sharing this book together, but that I would appreciate. I get worried. I get worried when I think about him going into um, a post office. Oh, no, darling. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'll do. Conflict resolution because there's a... Under what under what how we're living at the moment, mm. it's going to be a hell of a lot of that stuff going on, isn't there? Like mm. you say, people out of worry, out of love, and mm. people spending more time together. And so I think that's very. What are your top tips, really? So, if if it's a distant thing, try and talk mm. to somebody on the phone. Don't text them. What other top tips have you got for his kid? Blimey, well. I think that, that we have to recognise and we've got to do a bit of um, looking, first of all, at ourselves, that our, our life is very different. So where we would normally get to blow off a bit of steam by going to work or getting in the car or, um, you know, listening to a podcast on the train, our time is an hour, you know, our time it's shared time. So, so recognise that you're getting wound up or you're getting frustrated because when you go into the kitchen and indoors is also in the kitchen making something mm. you know that's because your resources are limited and conflict you know often arises out of um you know limitations so limitations over resources um so so notice that for yourself that you know you want to do something and and, and they want to do something as well and that's going to be winding you up um and then perhaps the best thing to do is to ask a question to try and find out right rather than make a statement or a demand of somebody so oh, if right. you on. know somebody's doing something you could you could say whatever your style is or your manner is what's going on here you know what's happening what's what's what what's occurring here because then your seven-year-old might say, well, I've decided to colour in the wall, mummy, because yeah, I was yeah. bored. Um, yeah. And you can enter into a different conversation once they've started talking because you've asked the question. Yeah. 
But if you go in with, what the hell have you done? Or, you know, oh, I can't believe this has happened again. Or get out of the kitchen. So you're sort of um, um, we're just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah just, just go in and ask a question if possible. What's happening here? What's going on? So I could go and say to Ken, why haven't you done anything today? Maybe not the why question, interestingly enough. <laughs> right. Okay. And, and poor Ken, yeah, poor I, Ken. Yeah. Let's think about Ken for a second. Yeah, I know. This is... I know, I know. Yeah, come on, let's have some compassion for Ken. Poor Ken. Um, the why question's yeah. a funny one because it, 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 it feels like the right one to ask, but it does all kinds of weird things to our brain in that we don't hear why we hear judgment and we hear attack and we hear you think I'm a terrible person um right. it does it it speaks to us in a different way that why question why haven't you tidied your bedroom why haven't you cooked dinner um when we sort of dig and peel away at it we we start telling ourselves things like you think I'm a terrible person or I haven't you know done this right or okay so uh, what, how can I say then what have you been doing today that yeah you been able what... to do this <laughs> Just no. what have you been doing today? What have you been doing today, Ken? <laughs> Let him speak. Let him speak and, and share his important um, cataloguing of seeds or, um, you know, bathroom cleaning product alignment or whatever it is that, that Ken might be up to. Or word searches. Word searches. He could... Yeah. Can you all? Oh, that would be a conversation I'd avoid telling me all about a word search. Well, that's what he'd been doing, love. Oh, bless him. Right. It's like when people anyway. tell you about your dreams, isn't it? Sorry. In just... what way, love? Go on. What do you mean? That sounds good. <laughs> Don't you get a bit bored when somebody tries to explain their dreams for you and you weren't there? There's no way you were there. <laughs> and it doesn't mean? make any sense. And somebody no, says, Can I tell you about my dream? No, thanks. I don't so, want you to. So that's where your conflict resolution skills would just fall out the window and you go, I don't care. No. Why do you think I'm, I want to listen to that? Yeah. I know my limits. Yeah. That, do you think it's important to know our limits? I think so. I think so, especially at the moment, because we could be saying yes to everything, couldn't we? And um, I think that's right. It's a funny time. We need to look after other people care about other people but also look after ourselves as well make sure that we're okay to be offering the things that people are offering and saying yes to all these facetimes and zoom meetings and and i'm me asking you to come on here because there's a well, lot going on isn't there thank you for doing this i appreciate it and you've been very helpful I, I think a lot of people be going oh i think this is good what she's saying i think you know the homeschooling that must be a piggy mm. nightmare I think that's I, half it because it, what do you think about that? I don't know. School? I mean, I don't have kids, so, um, but we, yeah, I'm quite conscious of it. I've got lots of kids in the family and I, I did do um, a Zoom meeting with my seven-year-old nieces the other day mm. um, because um, I wanted to show something at work. Do you remember those? This is quite hard to describe. Um, oh. They're like origami we used to call them chatterboxes or fortune tellers they're bits of, of paper that you fold do you know what I mean I absolutely you fold them up and you put your fingers them. in you yeah. say 
A, B, C, D or red, blue, da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, great. So I made some of these with questions like, what's your favourite room in the house? Or um, what does the word fun mean to you? Or just questions, open questions that would get people talking. And I thought kids could use them or, you know, parents could use them. And it's It's a nice fun way to engage. Um, But I wanted to show people how to do it. So I thought I'd I'd have a little Zoom meeting and film it with my nieces. And and it was hilarious because these two these two seven year olds come on the screens and um and, and of course their parents busy busy parents have been working mm-hmm. from home for two or three weeks now mm-hmm. doing lots of zoom meetings and the kids have been pushed aside and told to get on with their work or whatever and now these two girls have they've got their zoom meeting they're very <laughs> important zoom meeting, and they're yeah, asking their parents to get out of the way and to give them some time. Um, so were that they was quite sweet. Were they doing that? Were they behaving in that kind of... Were they saying the they same were just, things? That... They were just delighted to be to have a Zoom meeting because this is obviously own. what all the grown-ups were talking about. Yeah. Oh, I like the idea of doing that thing with a paper thing. I remember that very well. I think in some ways, although there's all this technology, a lot of the old stuff's coming back. I found myself wanting to eat uh, corned mm. beef hash comfort you know, yeah all that kind of stuff yeah a kill for some custard oh it's funny see it's doing it for you as well it is bringing us back home isn't it and, mm. and home isn't always the best place for everybody and I know that and, yeah re- reaching out to anybody that's thinking well my home's not a pig in sanctuary Barbara and I know mm. all about that Anyway, love, it's nearly one o'clock and I know your lovely husband, Michael, and I know he's great and he's got the allotments. Is he going out getting stuff on the allotments? Are yeah, allotments open? They are. It's um, it's the one... Th- <laughs> Dear Don't Michael worry. Gove said we could go to the allotments, so we're very happy right. with him at the moment for that message. Yeah. It is, it's exercise and we're planting food and we're growing our own. And, and the nature of allotments are that you're friendly but you don't get too close. I so know, it's lovely. So you can yeah. have all that going on. Absolutely. We've got our sprouts so and our beans and things growing. Oh, well, I think that's absolutely lovely. And I think you're lovely. And it's been great oh. to talk to you. I have a lovely wide ranging chat. I never thought we'd talk about Canada and Midsummer murders. And <laughs> I'm going to be a bit kinder with Ken as well. And it's I'll, just I'll about... be kinder with Michael. Oh, I'm sure you're lovely with But let, let's all of us be kinder with each other. And I'm going to be trying to be a bit kinder with Paul, who gets all this set up for me. Are you there, really? Paul? Really can't no. believe it. I'm going to be That's kinder nice. with Paul. Can I talk? <laughs> yeah, you can. Hasn't <laughs> <laughs> she been lovely? It's been great. I've enjoyed it. Really, resolution. Ooh, yeah, really lovely. interesting. Thank you very much. And we've been welcome. Our time. And Enjoy I'll, the rest I'll of speak to you soon. Yeah, take care. Look after yourself, Anna. You're a Bye-bye. smashing woman. Oh, bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Nice to meet Bye. you. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye. Oh, and she gone. <laughs> well, I told you she was nice. That she wasn't that good. interesting. That and I think good. a lot of people will find that very, 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 very interesting, what she was talking about. Yes, especially conflict resolution. I might try some of that. You're not in conflict. You're a, you're a very well, good boyfriend. Could talk, talk us through. So you had a you had a day off at home together for your girlfriend's birthday. Yes. And what did it was you her do? Her birthday yesterday. I made her breakfast: avocado and eggs and salmon. Mm. 
And so that was a nice, I say breakfast, it was more like 11, half 11 by the time that happened. So it was more brunch. But then we each had separate walks. So uh, that was interesting. I think we had to wait for a a potential delivery so we couldn't go out together. Oh, uh, the the separate walk's quite interesting, isn't it? Because then you have something to tell somebody about. Because if you go on the walk together, you can't really come (laughs) back and say, I saw, you go, yeah, I know, I was with you. I saw it too. So actually a separate walk is a good thing. (laughs) It's also like the house, if you do are waiting on deliveries, you know, you're not going to miss it. And, you know, you spend, when we're in our daily lives working, we're separate most of the day and then we come and tell stories. So yeah, in, in each other's house, in each other's hair. Uh, all the time. I guess yeah. we're never going to have that. As someone need... who said, I think um, there's a comedian. Oh, it's Frank Skinner. He says, or at least he quotes someone. I've heard him say that to, the best relationships are where you're guardians of each other's solitude. So you g- give each other mm. like half an hour a day to be on the on their own, just to sort of have some me time. I think that's very nice, and we do need content to share. If you've done mm. everything, yeah, that's very nice. Guardians of each other's solitude. It's a very yes. very nice thing to that's say. Good. Now, okay. I, I'm very interested because I, we go around and around and knew her anyway, but she was sort of, she listened because she used to be a student of Oliver Double. And I'm just yes. wondering if there's anybody that listens, to, let's kind of try and play tag with these podcasts a bit. <laughs> so if anybody's listening today to this one with Anna Gregory and it's made a connection with you, either you've got an allotment or you you know that place that she's talking about in Somerset, or I'm, the, I'm pushing the boat out here, but I'd love it to happen. You're in Canada, and you like Midsummer Murders. I'm not sure we've got any Canadian listeners. I don't know about that. Or you know somebody in Canada. Let's see if we can play tag with the podcast. And if there's a connection, get in touch with me um, at Barbara Nice on my Twitter. Oh, what's our podcast Twitter that you look after, Paul? It's at Podcast Nice. Let's go for that. We had um, quite a lot of followers recently because we were in about the late 80s, early 90s follow account. And I put a lot of, I put a tweet out saying, go hit, hitting the big 100 soon, who's it going to be? And I'd give them a shout out on the podcast with your permission. No, well, you organise all that anyway, which is... <laughs> so, uh, t- uh, funny enough, the 100th follower ended up being Steve Day, a great comedian. Oh, well, uh, I'd love to get in well. touch with Steve. Well, yes. brilliant. Well. I'll try tweeting him. Should we try tweeting him, see if we can get him on? Well, that's what I want to do now. Well, that's the issue. If you'd like to come on the podcast, mm-hmm. as particularly there's a connection. Like I said, we got we got lovely Anna because of the connection to Oliver Double. If yes. there's a connection with what you've just heard, get in touch with, with Paul on the Barbara Nice podcast Twitter yeah. feed. They can they find that easy, can they, Paul? Yeah, at Podcast Nice. I think we come up together. If someone searches for you, they'll find the podcast. Yeah, so Paul looks after that. So at Podcast Nice, he said, I've got a connection. I'd like to come and talk. And then we'll do the admin and get in touch with you. I like this idea of connecting up, really. Because like I said before, in this time of distance, we find ourselves closer together, which is very nice. Yes. It's like that show Chain Reaction. You take one little topic and then you move it on. Yeah, so the next one. We're not copying them, are we? This is tag. Call your podcast tag. I don't want to think we're copying anybody. But any any connection at all. And just let us know. Just let us know. Okay, so just signing off now. And I don't know about you, but I do feel better for talking to somebody else. It's like Paul was saying, you need to sort of time away from all of you with at home so you've got something else to talk to them about 
and with lovely Anna there, we was on the allotment, we was a lovely talk with her about her dad and going to the and I love the fact he's going to Pilates and he's taking a reading with the rest of his pals <laughs> about what to do. So all this is going on. Life's rich tapestry continues. All right, love. So all the best. Look after yourselves, love. Keep asking open questions, but I still want to know why has Ken not done as much in the kitchen as I have? Sorry, but I do. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.